Oh boy. Can you stop it for a second? Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. My name is Dan, founder of Real Brave, a music school uh, with a couple locations, but we also have something called Practice Pad. Practice Pad is a resource, it's a platform online where you can get online lessons. It's a wonderful one-to-one -one room. You find a teacher, uh, we'll, we'll provide that for you, and it's got progress tracking and a, a really great suite of apps in there to help you learn any instrument. Um, you can find us here every Wednesday, 1 p.m. This is our entertainment, quote-unquote, uh, podcast <laughs> video. Uh, you will be seeing us in the podcast room soon, but this is on Facebook, and we share it to all the platforms. And um, what else did I want to say on that? Oh, yeah, follow us at Real Brave Inc. Uh, and everything. We're also on TikTok. This is a new thing. Really? No, yeah, this, starting this week, we're going to have a lot of TikToks. Great. I don't know. What's and uh, <laughs> <laughs> What is that? <laughs> uh, but today, for today's episode, what are we doing, Kevin? You want to announce it? Uh, today we're doing the top ten guitarists of all time here on Real Brave Live. That's nice. Thanks. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, it's a great chord. Why do we do this? Why do we do this segment? Uh, this, this whole thing. Why yeah. do we do this? Because we have an edu an inner, we have the education portion of this. What we do in our on the Facebook portal, it's a Facebook group. Um, which Maddie, remind me after this, we have to create a link for that so we can show people. It's our Facebook group. You can go there, search it now. Um, the practice, the practice portal. portal. Yep. Um, free training, free yeah. uh, free tips and tricks. Yeah. For so let's do this again instrumentalists at all levels so, so explain for us why why do we do this uh what the real brave live yeah i don't know and i haven't known for the previous 35 tapings really <laughs> uh, it's because it's fun okay and it gives us a break from looking at spreadsheets gives me a break from looking at spreadsheets is that what it is i don't know i'm trying to get this going it's um you know we we it's two musicians talking about music two musicians talking about music we're in live on instagram right now oh hi instagram look at that this is, this is fancy. Two musicians talking about music every week. If there's one thing that we do with this podcast, 1 p.m. every week, is we're just talking about music because that is something that's on everybody's mind at some point in your life, right? Picture yourself in a band. Picture yourself at home um, listening to your favorite records. Picture yourself now as a kid or you know, listening to Taylor Swift, you know, what, what is going on in their heads. And the purpose of this this broadcast is to really, you know, talk about music, entertainment, maybe the top ten guitarists of all time. That's what we're going to talk about today. Because here at Real Brave, we do teach, and Practice Pad is 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 also the version of that too online. Practice-pad.com. But Kevin, yeah, hey Dan, were you sleeping? No, I was uh, <laughs> looking at some technology over here. Okay. All right. So, um, do you do you want to you want to like lead this a little bit? Because I feel like we could switch we could switch a little bit. Sure. Can, uh, what's uh, what's number the number ten guitarist of all time according to some person? Uh, according to somebody who we don't really know. Wait, this is all we... opinion based too, because like your top ten guitar person, even on Instagram. Hey everybody. Hey. Uh, your top ten guitarists could be way different than this list. We didn't create this list, no, right? Yeah, I think it's important to point that out. I also think it's important to point out that these types of lists are very, very subjective. Yeah. You know, um, there are uh, countless guitar players who um, you might feel, viewer, that uh, deserve a ranking on this list. 
So, you know, some of the things that we might consider as we go through it is like, what makes them a really great guitar player? What, um, uh, and, and what do we mean by great? Right. Technical ability, notoriety, uh, style. Somebody's saying Stevie Ray Vaughan. We've got Jimmy Page on here. Some, some people are commenting. Yeah. Uh, they're commenting on where? On, the, on Instagram. On Instagram. This is a new thing. I'm trying this out, man. We got four Hello, people, Instagram. Four people are watching on Facebook. This is a thing. You're going to be famous, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I really can't. I, I don't. I should. I'm, you know, I've been told by my lawyer I should stay out of the line. He's an all or nothing, all or nothing type of guy. Yeah. Well, uh, drum roll, please. So, the number 10 guitarist of all time, according to some person, not us, is. A Pete Townsend. Who is Pete Townsend? He's in The Who. I don't know any Who songs on guitar. Isn't that sad? We were talking about The Who. The Who were a band from the 60s and 70s. The Who? Uh, the, I don't know. The Who. The Who. Uh, Bob O'Reilly. Right. Uh, 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 Long Live Rock. Long Live Rock. Is a song by The Who, which I have actually had the uh, pleasure to teach recently. My Generation, I Can See for Miles, Summertime Blues. I could see for miles and miles okay. and miles and miles. Okay, yeah. Right. So the, uh, Pete Townsend's famous for what, what do you think? Uh, First and foremost. Smashing those guitars. And the windmill. The windmill? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think he was one of the first guys to do that? No, probably not. I think he's more more famous for smashing the guitars. Yeah. Than he is for playing the guitars. (laughs) Right. Um, To to current people. Like, I don't know, Instagram, what do you think? Do you know who uh, Pete Townsend is? Uh, Anybody on... on, uh, This is way more fun on Facebook is if you can comment. Uh, Do we have any comments, Maddie? We have no comments. No comments. Okay. No comment. Um, Don saying he he was very famous for the smashing of the guitars. Smashing guitars, yeah. I uh, I've never smashed a guitar. I've accidentally smashed a guitar, and it still haunts me to this day. Okay. So I really I can't wrap my head around. A guitar is such a, a beautiful instrument and, and a beautiful you know device. And anybody who would want to lay destruction to one is uh, got to be some sort of madman. Yes. Or extremely rich and have many endorsement deals. Or you could be like Don Kennedy Albert, who's watching the broadcast, who has at least 50 guitars in his I, room. Don? Really? Yeah. Does I mean, it really? it's, not, it's not even funny. Oh, man. That sounds like a, like a problem. Like, you could be on a TLC show where they intervene <laughs> on it and say, hey, got to do something about these guitars. But, no, I'm actually pretty jealous. That's great. <laughs> well, somebody's saying that you don't have to be poor to get a lot of guitars. This, this is true. Uh, you don't have to be poor to get a lot of guitars. Yeah. Well, that's not that's not verbatim. That doesn't. That's not verbatim. It's just there was a response to what you were saying. You don't have to be rich to have a lot of guitars. Is that what you meant? Or maybe that's what I said. Okay. Meant. Well, I guess that's true. Um, I can, you know, every paycheck go out and buy part of a guitar. <laughs> buy the strings yeah. first, and then the fretboard. You don't board. want to do that. that right. would, then you won't have an apartment anymore. Well, yeah. But then I'll have all these guitars. So, quote unquote, the big ringing chords he used in the Who were so musically smart. When you consider how busy the drumming and bass playing were in the band, and it was, mm. it he could did. have gotten chaotic if not for him. He did a lot of open fifth type stuff. Like... That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're, they're basically three musicians in the band and the singer. Right. So having the, uh, the <laughs> wise not, to discount that a singer as the a singer's musician. not a musician. Right. Sorry, guys. Is any musicians on here? Uh, that are singers? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they don't exist. Well, re- this is a reverse. Usually people say the drummers aren't the musician, I, right? I would take much offense to that. I know. Well, that's what people say about drummers. Uh, he, was, he, more or less, he more or less invented the power chord? Eh, I, I disagree, I with, disagree that. with that. 
And you can hear sort of a pre-Zeppelin thing in the Who's 60s work. Pearl Jam talks about, or Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam talks about the Who all the time and how it was a big influence mm -hmm. on, on his work. Believe um, I believe that. But that one chord you played, what was that? I'm gonna do this, guys, so you can see Kevin. So this is an open fifth chord. Oh, we're not switchering into Instagram? No, I'm just doing, I'm just going live, it's man. selfie on you, okay. Yeah, this is an open fifth, which means it's an A plus the fifth of A. Yeah. And in this case, that's E, so A, E, A, E, A. It's, it's a two note chord, but it's almost like uh, symphonic when you hear it in its full scope. Cool. It's a simple chord. With, Thank you, Instagram. Uh, with major implications. Or minor implications, depending on <laughs> what the, uh, the Don Kennedy is. Albert says that um, Pete Townsend sucks. Oof. Or, I don't know, maybe to clarify that. Uh, number nine. <laughs> Who hey, Don, sucks? Do I suck? <laughs> That's not nice. Um, number nine. Do you want, it, you want to say it, Kevin? Sure. It is... No, don't do it. Dwayne Allman. What's the, what's the riff that I hate? There it is. What is that? It's a it's a A major arpeggio with the fourth. But it's like a twenty five minute song or something like that. What's it called, Tim? Uh, Jennifer. It's called Jennifer. Yeah. All right. So uh, Allman is best remembered for his brief but. Um, Influential tenure in a band, and in particular for his expressive slide guitar. He's not in the band anymore. Uh, I think Dwayne, Dwayne Allman, not Greg Allman. Greg he Allman died. died. No, yeah, Greg Allman died. Dwayne Allman died too. Yeah. They're both dead. Everybody's dead. Um, yeah. So who's who's that saying? Who's Skywalker SLC uh, saying that Pete's the man? Uh, if that's who I think it is, I, I know you're a huge fan. Um, Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, what other songs by uh, the, the Allman Brothers? Ramblin' Statesboro, Man. Ramblin' Man, Whipping Post, Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Uh, Sweet Melissa? Sweet Melissa, yeah. If Melissa's watching, it's for you. <laughs> that's, that's what I know of that song. <laughs> I'm sure your wife, Melissa, would be bl very flattered for the shout out. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's so nice of him to not <laughs> sing that song for me. Uh, coming in at number eight, we just, we're just passing by the Almond Brothers. For everybody that loves the Almond Brothers, sorry. Wonderful guitars, uh, but I think some of our facts <laughs> might be off there. Uh, number eight is Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. The late Ed Eddie Van Halen. Yep. That was a, that was a sad day for me. I was listening to Dreams this morning, which is off his off the Van Halen's uh, album, "5150," uh, and um, he was the only guitarist that could rock a ballad mm -hmm. and make it cool, and rock like rock and make it incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, he deserves to be on this list. I don't totally. Think, I don't think anybody would argue that. Whether or not you like him, or it's sort of irrelevant. He really uh, revolutionized the yep. genre and the instrument. So. Listening to him talk Fair. about how he became a better guitarist was like he, all he wanted to do was just, you know, he, he, he just wanted to like do something different. Yeah. And, um, well, that he did. He, yeah. He wasn't the inventor of this, of the said tapping, right? Or over here? Right. Uh, but 
he made it so streamlined and mainstreamed. He he brought it into the mainstream line. The mainstream line. Yeah. Uh, Master of Riffs has it here. You think? Eddie Van Halen. Master of Riffs. That's what it says here. Uh, he's got a lot of famous riffs. Read the notes verbatim. They're just you know talking. Did you write these notes? Some yeah, they're. That's in quotes. Is that a quote from you, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh. Okay. He's the master. Hey, Andrew. Master of Riffs. Andrew's watching. Andrew Geislings is watching. Hey, Andrew, hello. Uh, Six people he, watching on Facebook. Sure. He gets sounds that aren't necessarily guitar sounds. Uh, Mike McCready of Pearl Jam. Mike McCready is a wonderful guitarist. Well, he did a lot, a lot of, of pinch harmonics. harmonics too. Yeah, a lot of harmonics, textures. What's a pitch harmonic? Uh, it's something that's a lot easier when you have a heavy distortion on, but essentially is what you're doing is you're plucking the string. But, yeah, there was, there was one. There it is. Let's do that again. So it's it's you hear it much better when there's a lot of distortion on it, but essentially you're striking the string and then also catching the string on like your thumb. Yeah, but how do you, I always found it hard to do that. Uh, but in doing that, it um it, it uh, eliminates some of the overtones, uh -huh. the overtone series, so you get a much higher pitch uh, note. Love that. And can't do it. Mike Arthur is watching. He said, "Master of riffs?" Question mark. Master of riffs. Yeah, that's a quote. That's a direct quote from where did we get this from? Um, that, go back to that quote. It's like, I think the guy from Pearl Jam said that. AmericanSongwriter.com. Master of Riffs was said by uh, Mike McCready? Yes. Okay, fine. Well, we didn't say that. Let's just, let's just make that clear. Yeah. This is not Real Brave's official position. A fiddle. It's not our official position. That he is the master of riff. It, okay. Do we have anything to say? If, if you're really interested in a, in a, in a great breakdown of Eddie Van Halen's career, you have to watch our podcast the week after he died. He passed. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I yeah, think we did a good job. We did it, we did it justice. Um, just scroll down on the page and find it. Yeah, and sorry. you people over there. Hi, Kathy. Uh, this feels good, I have to admit. There's people watching? Yeah, people watching. Because <laughs> so seldomly does that happen. <laughs> it's just, we're like force-feeding it. Number seven of the, the, the greatest guitarists in the history of mankind, according to AmericanSongwriter.com, is Chuck Berry. Yeah, that's right. So without that riff, number one, Back to the Future wouldn't have been as interesting. That's right. And if, if, you've, if you're following Back to the Future, Marty McFly actually wrote that song. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are today. Without Marty McFly, right. we wouldn't have... So uh, Chuck Berry really just plagiarized Michael Mar J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who obviously wrote that riff. Yeah, everybody knows that. Um, interesting fact that that's the same riff as Run Run Rudolph, which is also by Chuck Berry. Or something like that. Something very similar. They're like, Chuck! And he's like, what? He's like, write us a Christmas song! <laughs> no, man! Just do it, man! Just use some of the old stuff. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, that sounds totally different. Yeah. That's a different key. But what did you do? Yeah, so what did you explain that to the, so, to the people? So, uh, Johnny B. Good is in the key. It's a B-flat blues. B-flat blues. So which is Johnny B. Good. Here. Yeah. And that riff is all just... Based out of the, the major blue scale of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. That was the minor blues. But whatever. Anyway, it's based in that scale. Uh, Ron Ron Rudolph is the same riff transposed up a minor third from B-flat to D-flat. Whatever it is. Close enough. 
and they follow the same form. It's the same song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Elaine House says, did Kevin Begar make the list? No. Uh, He's pretty good, though, wherever that Bagar is. That, that Bagar uh, did not make the list. Um, he uh, is in general agreement with it. He's in the top 10, 10,000 guitarists of all time. Yeah, the top 10,000 guitarists of uh, <laughs> the past 10 years. <laughs> um, and I want to thank, shout out to my mom for paying for music school. And without music school, you can't get like that. So if you want to get like that, you would, you would go to something like practice-pad.com, realbraveaudio.com. There it is. See that? Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, and it is a music school because you are meeting with an instructor one-on-one, and they're going to help you yeah. find your, your goals are and, and develop you as a musician no, based that's the way on what it. your goals are. It, it, it's one thing to – look, these top five guitarists of all time, how did they figure this out? They had a lesson. So mm -hmm. look, if you're taking video lessons on YouTube, cool. But at some point, you're going to hit a wall, and having a coach with you is helpful. Yeah. Uh, to say the least. So uh, let's move on to, we have got the top 10 guitarists of all time. We're setting this to let you know where we're at. And we're at number six, Kevin. Oh yeah. Um, uh, this guitar player is frequently known as the king of the blues. Um, he's got a chain of restaurants named after him. Chain of restaurants. Um, his guitar's name is Lucille. And there's a song called Lucille. It's about his guitar. He's deceased. He is. Uh, four out of five guitarists on this list so far are deceased. Yeah, so uh, this is of all time. So uh, this guitar player is B.B. King. B.B. King. Thrill is gone, baby. That's the style. This Sing isn't it. any particular riff. Sure. Lucille is guitar. He played in, in short, uh, shortened bursts with richness and robust delivery. Yeah. According to Billy Gibbons. Um, it was sophisticated soloing at the time, but it's, it, was like, it was like melody, screaming melody. Yeah, and, it was uh, Over very... like, you know, like your basic, um, your basic stuff. Like yeah. it was blues. Blues, you can't be original. It's been done a thousand times. Right, but he still found a way to have his own voice and his own sort of phrasing and uh, melodicisms and um, technique that made it unique to him. Sure. Many have come after him to try to emulate that, but few have succeeded. If you're watching this on Instagram, uh, hey, Gene, what's going on? Uh, go to Facebook. We're live on Facebook. We have more camera angles, not just my pretty face. <laughs> uh, I have to say that Thrill is Gone is one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't know what number, because I don't know how you make a number like this. It's just, an, or a list. Lists are evil. Yeah. How do you I, pick? Gun to I, head. I think somebody just named off the top of their head their most famous guitar player. Gun to head. Know the name. Um. I did also consult Rolling Stones first. You consulted them. I, I actually went there. Everybody, thank Maddie, the intern. Thank you. Hi, thank you, Maddie. Uh, when Dan pitched this one, top ten guitars, as the topic for this week, I said just as long as it's a not from Business Insider. As our last, I did it. <laughs> last three. Broadcasts. It was just. It was revenue based. This is opinion based. Okay. What are you gonna do about it? All right. But then also one that didn't list Kurt Cobain is of top ten. And oh. now don't just don't jump down my throat, uh, uh, internet world and social media ah. platforms. I know everybody loves Nirvana and everybody loves Kurt Cobain. I would disagree with the assertion that he is among 
even in the top 100 best guitarists. Songwriters, maybe. Because okay. he, he had a very unique style yeah. and, and he, he kind of uh, uh, reinvented the genre of rock. This is so Kirk Cobain's not on this list I know, at all. I know. The spoiler alert. Yeah. So it's okay. I know. But you find him on so many top 10 guitar lists. Because it was probably written by some guy in his pajamas. Like, yeah, off the top of his head is just naming guitar players. Nobody likes mainstream stuff. So, like, this is all mainstream. We've all heard it. And if you really think about it, during that time, Kirk Cobain is yeah. not on this list, by right, the way. Right. Um, spoiler alert. But he. Burst out in the scene when all of these incredible guitarists yeah. were, you know, playing at their peak. Yeah. And um, at the end of like the hair metal. At era. the end of the hair metal phase, and he comes out and playing like attitude guitars yeah. and like really kind of like Sonic Youth meets, you know, whatever mainstream was back in the day. So he deserves to be on the list. I don't know where though, because it's not my say. I just don't. I wouldn't. I would, he deserves to be on a list. Yeah, well, somebody said uh, Michael Arthur said songwriter, yes, musician, yes, guitar player, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. So Michael, we agree with you. It just, but where? I mean, he needs to be on the list. He's he's one of the most influential guitarists of all time. It's it generations of musicians will be looking at that and going, that's cool. That's that sounds like noise. Um, it's out of tune too. He's playing live and he's screaming at the same time. Yeah. And it, and it sold umpteen million records and very, how many billions of, of uh, spins. Very inventive uh, musician. That's all I got to say about uh, Okay. <laughs> well, number five uh, on the list of uh, ten, I can't, why can't I remember this? It's really simple. I'm a guitarist. Top ten guitarists of all time, according to AmericanSongwriter.com. Don't sue us. Um, Jeff Beck from oh, the Yardbirds yeah. and the Jeff Beck group. Yeah. Fan? Uh, yeah. Fanboy? I mean, I'm not a fanboy per se. I, uh, whenever I, like, whenever anybody gives me some Jeff Beck to listen to, I enjoy it. Um, I've never actively sought it out. Okay. Um, there was one album that my friend showed me. I forget the name of it, but it was like prog rock style. Uh, Mike Shanahan, if you're watching, Shanahanahan. Shanahanahan, I, watching, I like Mike. Um, remind me what that album was. Because it was really cool, uh, but generally, yeah, I think it's good. Okay, <laughs> it's a good guitar player. It's a good synopsis, friend. Yeah, Jeff Beck uh, has a combination of brilliant technique with personality. Okay, who said that? Mike Campbell of the Heartbreakers. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, the tone was so pure and delicate; it's like there is a vocalist singing. I mean, like you know, when you really think about it, the most, the best guitarist of all time sounds like they're singing. Yeah. Like, Eddie Van Halen to the BB Kings. Jeff Beck sounds like he's singing. From what I, I remember, I don't really know it that well. That's sort of like a bluesy style. Yeah, it's really bluesy, yeah. and it's incredible. Like I, I can never play like that. But yeah, uh, Cliffs of Dover. No, Cliffs of Dover. That's not him. That's not him. Eric no. Johnson. It's Eric Johnson. Yes. Uh, Highway Jam. Okay, that's Jeff Beck. Kevin right. Howe says. Mike Campbell, outrageously underrated guitar player and songwriter. He co-wrote most of those Tom Petty songs everyone loves. He has played a lot, a lot of stuff, stuff like Boys of Summer, uh, One Headlight by The Wall of Flowers. Oh, yeah. The Wall of Flowers. The Wall, the wall of Flowers, otherwise known as The Wall Flowers. Well, The Wall Flowers had uh, Jacob Dylan, who is Bob Dylan's son. Nepotism at its best. Yeah, well, you know, not at its worst. Miley Cyrus. It was okay. <laughs> Are you saying Miley Cyrus is... 
the worst part of nepotism. No, I'm saying that Billy Ray Cyrus is probably the worst part of nepotism. <laughs> Without Miley Ray Cyrus, who would have brought up twerking as a national uh, holiday? <sighs> it's a holiday now? It's a holiday now. Oh, man. It's you can't day. argue that Miley Cyrus is very influential, whether you like it or not. Sure you can. <laughs> I don't know. I could argue that you know against that all day long. about it right now, so she's influential. True. The kids, the kids like Miley. What she can came I say? in on a wrecking ball. What, what more can you say? Yeah. That's a very well-written song. Try to get that out of your head now. Oh, Number four, man. Keith Richards with this band called the Rolling Stones. Oh yeah. The... Yep. When the world ends, there will be Brooches mm-hmm. and Keith, Keith Richards. Richards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. The man uh, does not take care of himself. Yeah. He's probably almost close to 80, um, if not 80. It, when uh, God created, created Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, they asked him, like, hey, who's that guy over there? <laughs> and God says, hey, that's Keith Richards. I don't know. He was here before I got here. <laughs> Keith wrote two and three note themes that were more powerful than any great yeah, solo. Three notes. He played the vibrato uh, rhythm and the lead guitar in Gimme Shelter. Great song. Mm-hmm. He's 77, uh, by the way. 77 years old. Doesn't look a day over 504. I don't think anyone has ever created a moon darker and sinister. That is a crazy dark song. What, Gimme Shelter? Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. Niles Roth- Lofgren of the E Street Band, he said that. And uh, key tracks, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, Gimme Shelter, and a thousand others, because it's the Rolling Stones. Yeah. So we're in the top three um, of the 10 greatest guitarists of all time. We've got number three... Uh, you want to say it? No. Okay. Um, uh, Jimmy Page from a little band called Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. He did this one the famously. Yes. Which I'm not allowed to play, but on the flip side, he also did. He also did. Trivia uh, to the viewers out there. What other band was he in? You can't say it. Let's come back to it. Uh, he had this vision uh, how, how to transcend the stereotypes of what the guitar could do. He was writing songs, playing them, producing them. I can't think of any other guitar player since Les Paul. I have a story about Les Paul mm. uh, that can claim that. Joe Perry, Aerosmith. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Led Zeppelin. Every every song from Led Zeppelin is, is great. Yeah, it really just is. every one. I was is. I was a big Led Zeppelin fan. Back, yeah. back in younger days. I, I had cassette am. tapes of just like loops of just different songs. And yeah, Led Zeppelin is just by far um, just one of the, the most influential bands. I unfortunately ever. am too young to have ever seen them. Uh, I know. Play live. Me too. And I'm older than you. <laughs> but I have seen videos wherein uh, Jimmy Page is playing with like a violin bow on Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. And he's got the double neck guitar, which yep. blew my mind the first time I saw it. Um, yeah, really, really, really great stuff there. Mentioned in here is Les Paul. Les Paul uh, is one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Uh, we're recording this in New Jersey. Actually, there's a Les Paul uh, Hall of Fame not too far away from here. Yeah. And we were supposed to do an exhibit of all the stuff that he created. And like when you think about the stuff that Les Paul, look it up. Look up Les Paul. You think you think Les Paul the guitar, right? Like that's the the famous uh, mm-hmm. guitar that has that very specific look. But the man created and contributed so much to the history of rock and roll and technology that it's, it's undeniable. And we actually, just 
spoiler alert, so we had him, we had uh, the estate come here, and he yeah. brought, were you there for that? Yeah. That day? Yeah. And we oh, played yeah. his guitar? Yeah. That was incredible. Did we actually play it, or did we just open the case and marble? Uh, I'm pretty sure I played it. You didn't play it? I don't, I think I, I was think too, I was, I didn't trust you enough. I was too afraid. <laughs> I've it was his guitars. But the thing was, is that it was just a really clunky kind of just guitar from the 1950s. It had like high action, yep. it wasn't really fantastic, a ton of cracks in it, right. but it was his personal guitar. Um, it's like your ha- standard uh, acoustic guitar. Uh, Kevin Houses answered the question what other band uh, Jimmy Page was in. He said the Yardbirds. Very good. You win nothing. You win another uh, episode next week. Another episode next week. <laughs> no, it's true. So if you listen to the Yardbirds, that's they're the unspoken like uh, band probably for a lot of other bands. Like nobody gets to talk about the Yardbirds. Who else was in the? Clapton was in the Yardbirds. Clapton and Timmy Timmy Doolittle. And Bobby Bowfinger. Oh. Yep. Uh, look it up. Okay. I won't. Speaking of Eric Clapton, and coming in at number two... Is uh, Dorothy Wiggin from The Shags. <laughs> number two? Yeah. <laughs> Comes in at number two, speaking my, of Eric Clapton? Yeah. <laughs> so my pal Foot Foot, Dorothy Wiggin, lead guitar and vocals on yeah, The Shags. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Look up The Shags on Spotify. Number two guitarist <laughs> of all time, according to... Um, <laughs> why can't I remember? AmericanSongwriter.com is uh, Eric Clapton. Yep. Eric Clapton. Is he Sir Eric, Eric Clapton now? Yeah, he was, he was knighted. He was knighted? What would you do if you were knighted? Would you do anything? What would you do if you were lonely? And nobody waiting by your side. Personally, I would walk around in night gear. Yeah. Oh, totally. Night gear? Like, oh, like... Like as a knight. And yeah. I would I would walk around with a sword and I would totally just Well you're allowed to do that as a knight. You I would are not so. allowed to do that as not, as like not a knight. You know, there's like a whole like constitution of like very arcane laws really? in, in London that like you're not allowed to like eat eggs past four PM in the public square or oh. else you can be like put in stockade or something like that. It's ridiculous stuff like that. I think you're not allowed to um oh no, I'm thinking of something else. Oh. Continue please. Yeah, it's. Uh, England I mean, doesn't suck. I mean, if you're watching from England, hey, we love, we love you. you in England. But uh, yeah, there's there's some bizarre. Maddie doesn't like you in England. Bizarre laws. If you're in, if you're in England, uh, Maddie, uh, the intern, doesn't like you. Yep. Uh, so Eric Clapton, the Yardbirds, Cream, uh, of course, um, the the basics, the blues. Uh, his souls were melodic and memorable, and that's what guitar solos should be part of the song. I can hum them to you. Eddie Van Halen said that. Um, Elaine House said, no shags, I finally got that song out of my head. <laughs> and Kevin House said, about the night thing, I'm thinking, I'm not sure. I think if you do a lot of heroin and live, you get to be a knight. Oh, wow. That's really specific. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know the queen was into that. Yeah, she parties. She does. She parties like That's really the, the, hard. My is 100 years old. She said the key to longevity is tea and chocolate. She never said heroin. She didn't mention heroin? She didn't. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I didn't see the track marks on her arm. Okay, well, you know. Uh, one of those unwritten rules, I guess. Uh, this is a family show. Kids, if you're watching, don't do drugs. Yes, please don't do that. It's a joke. Yes. All right, so... Um, this is an anti-heroin podcast. Yes. Yeah, totally. 100%. It's just a joke. Uh, so Eric Clapton, I mean, what more can be said about him? Actually, my favorite solo of all time from him is, um, is in the Phil Collins song, I Wish It Would Rain Down. Uh, yeah. That is just a ridiculous, screaming solo. If you, if you ever get a chance to listen to it, Phil Collins, I Wish It Would Rain Down. Great track, um, incredible vocal, and then Clapton plays guitar on it, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, jaw-dropping. 
Clapton also played guitar on While My Guitar Gently Weeps off the Beatles' White Album. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. Which was weird. Yeah. Yeah, which no, is weird because he sort of swooped in and stole George Harrison's wife. Right out. Not that. Oh, it was like agreed upon, too. They were like, yeah, this is cool, man. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this, this is fine. I'm the Beatles. Yeah, fine. she didn't have any say in it. That was the weird part. If you watch the interviews, he <laughs> would, um, George was miffed, but he was just kind of like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, man. he realized he's a Beatle and he could really, I mean. He was more into religion at the time. Yeah. I was more into religion at the time. Yeah, so he was trying to get rid of all his worldly uh, possessions and desires and stuff like that. Yeah, so Are like, you saying his wife was his possession? Yes. yes and that's Eric what we're Clapton saying. came and stole. This is this is going the opposite way of what we actually believe. Uh, hey, uh, this is a family broadcast. We believe in... Uh, uh, equality. Equality and, and uh, feminism. <laughs> so, what, so what you've learned today is that we will say one thing and do another. Yeah. Um, but in the, in the right way. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, before I, uh, we go into the game and this, the last one, I just want to say, look, uh, follow us at Real Brave Inc. Uh, on Insta, on Facebook. Uh, check us out on, on Instagram right now. We're at Real Brave Audio. Uh, we, it's, there's nothing there. But starting next week, we'll have stuff. <laughs> <laughs> follow us. There's nothing there. Yeah, just kind of just follow it. Join the practice it. portal. Go to groups. Join the practice portal. There's tons of free lessons on there, and we're updating them weekly. We have a whole series coming. Mm-hmm. And lastly, if you're into online lessons, go to practice-pad.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to give you the honor of saying the number one guitarist of all time, according to some guy on uh, americansingamagana.com. And it's not Dorothy Wigan from The Shags. Nope. Uh, the number one guitarist of uh, all time, according to some guy at something.com, is uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Well deserved. Well deserved. Especially Black History Month. I, I think this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect ending to this, this segment, too. Because Jimmy, like. I'm not a huge Jimmy fan, like, as far as, like, my influence. But when I listen to it, just, it's. Amazing, and his story is incredible too. So when I got this guitar, um, I was looking for the white body. Yep. The cream white body and the uh, rosewood neck. Yeah. Because that's the Jimi Hendrix guitar look. And didn't he have a story about how he played the guitar? Yeah. So he used a lefty. Uh, so he played a righty guitar that was strung upside down. The, upside down. The low E was. Yeah, yeah. So he was just essentially just like this. He was the other yeah, way around. That was one of the trivia questions. Oh. Oh, boo. We both would have probably. Uh, I would have I would have gotten that. I'm not good at trivia, that's for sure. Uh, it's playing with effortless. There's not one minute of his recorded career that he feels like he worked hard at it. He feels like he's just flowing through him totally. Just, he's just incredible. Uh, there's a great documentary in him on Netflix. Check it out. Uh, he seamlessly weaves chords and single note runs. Got, you know, the stuff that he did, though, back then was just so different than what anybody was doing. They were a three-piece, yeah. and he just, like... It just screamed like passion. It was amazing. You were saying he was in the army before. Yeah. Well, he was just you know he's just a normal dude. And mm-hmm. He was in the army and he just got bored and started just expanding mm-hmm. his he's, mind. He's largely uh, credited for bringing the blues from America to England and started that whole uh, English American blues things that influenced Jimmy Page, Clapton, and the rest. Well. Uh, you look at the the Beatles. Paul McCartney was talking about this the other day on the yeah. Beatles channel. The Beatles, he was saying like they would listen to Chuck Berry, right? Right. Even though that's not blues, right? But it's got the basics of the blues in it. Chuck Berry. I mean, it's not like the the traditional BB King slow blues. 
It's rock and roll. Okay, yes. It's rock and roll. Right. So they would listen to the rock and roll and right. be like, oh, this is amazing. Um, but it's based on the blues. I know that's really confusing. I mean, Jimi Hendrix, at, at, his, at the root of it, he was a blues player. Although you could also argue that he was the, the, the band of gypsies was a jam band. They would, yeah. they would start like Voodoo Child or uh, Foxy Lady or Crosstown Traffic, and it would be like a 10, 15-minute long sure. jam. Uh, starting a lineage of many great jam bands, including the Allman Brothers nah, uh, 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 and I Led caught, Zeppelin. And Led Zeppelin. They course. were a jam band, too. Those yes. live videos, they Days and Confused would go on for like 10, 20 minutes. You were never there. I know. I saw the videos, though. Oh, DVD. you watched DVD. Yeah. Ah, get it on DVD now. You can get this on DVD by sending uh, to uh, 350 Ramapo Valley Road, uh, Oakland, New Jersey, 07456, $750,000 check made cashiers, out to cashiers check. Uh, me. Just write me on it. Yeah. Hunter's, uh was the one who put the tabs on his, like, under his sweatband, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. The That's tabs. really cool. Really? Yeah. Is so that on these notes? When, I wish I said that. Did you hold pores, that back? Um, <laughs> pores opened up when he sweat, he would uh, enter a realm of... He's also famous for having invented a chord. He didn't invent it, nor did he really even discover it. It was in practice for hundreds of years beforehand, but he became really famous for this sound. He became famous for that chord. And so much so that in, you know, uh, rock these days, that's known as the Jimi Hendrix chord. Okay. Also, Foxy Lady. Foxy Lady. Don, you're, you're still on here. Is that the, the Jimi Hendrix chord? By the way, go to uh, Facebook where we have more camera angles, not just my pretty face. It's a very, uh, there's so much to be said about this chord. I'm going to keep going. Tell, tell me e more seven, about it. E7 sharp 9. And let's break that down. The root is E. It is a dominant 7 chord, which means it includes the major 3rd, G sharp, and the dominant 7th, which is D natural, which those two notes together comprise a tritone. Is a very... Uh, 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 tense sound, right? So we know that, right? The devil. But then, the devil. but then it gets even tenserer with the sharp nine. The sharp nine is just another way of saying the flat three. So we have the natural three and the flat three. It's a very tense chord. Very tense. But he uses it in such a way that it just packs a punch. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna talk. You're a Hendrix fan. What? You're a Hendrix fan. I am. You've got a, you got him in your room here. There's a poster, yep. Yeah. Uh, that I replaced the uh, Bruce Springsteen poster that was formerly in my room. Okay, so would he be your favorite guitarist of all time then? No. Who's your favorite guitarist of all time? Probably Dorothy Gibbon. Got it. Of the uh, famously of the of the um, the Shacks. The Shacks. Thank you. Yeah. And that's the. No one else did, you know. Yeah. And sure. that's the ten greatest guitarists of all time. Ten greatest guitar. Ten greatest guitarists. I don't want to rip this. This is really pretty. But I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Oh, it has a trivia on it. Uh, it's okay. That's Do they okay. have you the answers? The, are the answers in the trivia? No, I have them. Oh, okay. Then you can ask the questions. Why don't you ask the questions? Because all right, all right. I'll be better that way. I also want to say uh, there was some honorable mentions on that list, and oh. my personal pick would probably be David Gilmore. David, oh, David oh, Gilmore. Oh, of course. David Gilmore, for Same crying out loud. Or Roger Waters, but David Gilmore was more. No, Roger Waters is bassist. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, so we're, now what are we doing? Trivia. We're going to do trivia today. This, this is what you're going to do on Instagram. I'm going to turn this off, and you're going to go to uh, Facebook, at Real Brave Inc., and we're going to have trivia right now. So thanks for watching, kids. And Facebook, you're still here, so you get to enjoy us embarrass ourselves with our <laughs> knowledge of guitars or lack thereof. All right. Next week, I'm going to have um, 
We're going to be on Podbean. What is that? That's going to be where our audio um, podcast is going to be. Wow. Yeah, so we're going to do it here. We're going to do it there. We're going to do it here. We're going to do it over there. We're going to do it everywhere. Are we going to monetize eventually? We're going to monetize. Wow. And, and and you're going to be famous, and I'm yes. going to be famous, Ooh. and millions of people are going to listen to us. And um, <laughs> Do they have the option to downvote us? They like can downvote us. Oh, they great. can send hate mail. Oh. I got my first death threat recently. Did it's pretty really? cool. Yeah. Wow. From... <laughs> From from this stuff. From this stuff here. <laughs> yeah. Was it when we did the Metallica podcast? Oh uh, no, that was just vitriol. Oh. I, I I just I got a like just a person that just these people just send weird stuff. Please tell me about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, uh, we've got limited time left. What what is this game? Uh, this is a uh, trivia. Yes. I don't know the questions. Okay. Or the answers. Okay. <laughs> but Maddie does, and she's gonna ask us the questions. She's gonna throw the scoreboard up on the screen. How many questions are there, Maddie? Uh, five, but I'm going to skip number one because you already talked about it. All right, so there are four There's questions. Four questions. We can just tw- uh, you get 25 points for each one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. To- <laughs> 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 no, it'd be really funny. Actually. Yeah. All right, so one point for each. If you're doing math at home, that's five points for every one point. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, not right. <laughs> 20% of five is two. And here's the uh, the real brave live trivia theme. I don't know, you don't know, we don't know. It's real brave live trivia. Very good. What's the first question? All right, you will probably get this. So, this British guitar, this British legend of rock guitar, once had Rod Stewart as the lead singer of his band. He was also lead guitarist of the Yardbirds, replacing Eric Clapton. And two of his notable albums have included. George Martin produced Blow by Blow and the brilliant self-titled Guitar Shop in 1989. Who is it? Oh. There you go. Jimmy Page. Yes, that... No, that's not Jimmy Page. Oh. Uh, it's the other one. Um, uh, not Jimmy Page, not Clapton. The other one we talked about. Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck! I gave him the answer. Dang. Oh, yeah, Dan did give him the answer. <laughs> Congratulations. I like my sound better. Beep, beep, beep. We had buzzers. Yeah. It's okay. We'll get them next time. All right. I give Kent. Blackmore. Oh, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Richie Blackmore started his career as a session guitarist and played in several forgotten bands with profanity success with what band? Beep, beep, beep. Uh, Black Sabbath. Nope. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Yep. The Yardbirds. Nope. Beep, beep, beep. Yes. The Shags. Uh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Beep, beep, beep. Yep. Dorothy Gibbon. <laughs> I know, I thought you guys would get this. It's Deep Purple. Ah. ah. Deep Purple, that's ah. the one song I know by them. The most hated. Okay. All right. David Gilmore from Pink Floyd is an extremely atmospheric and expressive guitarist who pioneered many tuning and guitar effects like amplified feedback, reverb, and screeching. He replaced another legend to become Floyd's lead six stringer in 1968. Who did Gilmore replace? Beep, beep, beep. Yes. Sid, Sid Barrett? That is correct. Yes. So good. And then they did a whole album about Sid Barrett. Yes, they did. They're uh, early stuff. 
Yeah. I'm I'm happy that you know it. That that's that's good. That it's it's eternal and it's not going anywhere. He's happy and you know it. Clap your hands. Pink Floyd, man. I was just listening to uh, with their last uh, album, which I've never listened to, which I'm forgetting the name. Um, it was okay. The Vision Bell was good too. You know, like their newer stuff, they tried to do like some of the like the older stuff, but it's just not as good. Okay. And uh, your last question is also really easy. What's the score right now? Um, one to one. Ah, oh, this is it. This is for all the marbles. Wait, how is that possible? Well, you got one wrong, and I got one wrong. I got it. Well, I got one wrong. Okay. And then here we are. All right. So for all the marbles, and this, these are real marbles. They're in the back room. We've got a big bag of whole, them. A whole room of marbles. And an entire it's afternoon of fun just playing with you them. Just jump in them. Yep. It's like you like you like uh, Scrooge McDuckett. You just I, jump. You just jump in and swim around in marbles. Yeah, thinking that a great many solids would form a liquid, you really hurt yourself. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way, right? No, like if you dive, doesn't. if you dove into you a would sea of marbles, you break would die. A lot of bones. <laughs> yeah. Ducktails. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll just say it. Who was nicknamed Slowhand? Kevin. Who is uh, Dorothy Gibbons? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Eric Clapton. That is correct. I won. I won something. What did I win? The marbles. A bag marbles. of marbles. A room full of marbles. Yes, that you have to be locked in for the next 24 hours. I'm fine with that. that I've been locked in a lockdown since last March. <laughs> so uh, if you haven't been keeping score, uh, uh, Real Brave has a bunch of locations in the New York City area. Uh, we also have an online presence. We do lessons online. Practice-pad.com. Please uh, visit that, or you can go to the Practice Portal, which is a Facebook group. You can check that out here. Um, the Practice Portal is a really great Facebook group. You can get free lessons. Um, follow us at Real Brave Inc. on all the stuffs. That's Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok's coming out soon. And I think I've just said it all. I think that's about it. Yeah, that covers it. So, um, this is fun. This is We do this every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And um, you can also get on Podbean and Pod. Pod Beam. Pod Bean. We'll have our audio version of this, sorry. I've been talking since like 6 o'clock this morning, so cool. I think I'm done. Well, thanks for joining us here on Real Brave. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>